Welcome to the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast, where we feature physicians who are redefining the practice of medicine and changing the experience we have as doctors in medicine. We all know the system is broken, but we've decided not to complain about it anymore. We're out to fix it. I'm Dr. Una, your host. I'm a pediatrician and serial entrepreneur, but my passion is helping physicians create the freedom to live life and practice medicine on their terms. This is not just a podcast, it's a movement, a movement of change, and I invite you to be a part of it. Let's jump right in. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. You are in for a treat today. I have an amazing friend of mine who is a pediatrician and a life coach and all the things, Dr. Ali Novitsky here. And we are going to have the most fabulous conversation that's going to really inspire you and it's just going to blow your socks off. So welcome to the show, Doc. Thank you so much for having me. This is such a treat on my end. So woohoo. Yeah, this is going to be good. And I was just telling her before we got on, I was like, yeah, you do a lot of stuff. I'm just going to have you introduce yourself. So (laughs) I love it. Introduce yourself to the listeners. Okay, awesome. So I'm Ali Novitsky and by training pediatrician, neonatologist, but more recently board certified in obesity medicine, which really kind of fits with what I do full time now, which is I am a life coach for female physicians. And really my primary focus is mind body fitness. And so we do a lot of work on our minds and a lot of work with our bodies. And the whole idea is just to kind of allowing those two to come together and just really owning who we are authentically. Love it. And I'm in one of her groups and there's a statement there that the first day I heard it, it just stuck. I keep saying to myself, we want to carry our groceries when we're 80 right? Because we build a lot of strength and all of that. So, uh, but you'll get to hear more about that. So I'm going to start off with this, which I've never actually asked you before. So how did you get here? Because you're a pediatrician, neonatologist, you're working, how do you get into fitness and then life coaching and then you're helping? Like what happened? So funny, isn't it? And if you were to tell me that this is what my life's work would be, I would have said in a dream, right? And so I think really, I mean, the best way to put it is that as a young kid, I had struggles with my weight and I'd been on a diet since the age of six. And basically, you know, there was a lot I could go into there, but the idea is that I found my confidence when I discovered that I was an athlete and this athleticism really was kind of something that like hit me right in the face and I loved it. And I think from there, I really became focused on what our bodies can do. I think even at a pretty early age, And so I read everything I could, and I really became an expert in nutrition and exercise. I went on to play a college sport, but in the meantime, really kind of just educated myself again, still dealing with my own struggles. But then one day I kind of figured it out, but I figured it out in a way that really kind of combined using our intuition with all of the best science out there. And so that's really kind of how it started. And then obviously physical fitness has always been just a huge part of my life. I've probably done most sports and I've done kind of every workout out there. And what I found is that the idea of really focusing on what our bodies 
can do is really a message that is often missed in our society. It's all about, let's see how small we can get. Let's see how skinny we can get. How much weight can we lose? And quite honestly, I don't even identify a lot of times I get lumped with, I'm a weight loss coach. Well, technically, can I help people lose weight? Absolutely. But really what I focus on is body composition change. And because I think it's so big of a part of my journey, that's really how it started. And then from there, I realized the power in sharing that with others. And so I'm just really excited. And I say this all the time to the group. I say, we're making dense bodies, not light bodies. And it's something really powerful to be able to age because most of us are 40 and beyond and to get better as we age, to get stronger as we age, to really own our bodies. So I think I could talk a lot more about it, but I think because it was so personal to me, I gained a great interest and then really feel passionate about just helping others find their way as well. All right. That is really cool. And a physician is thinking like, well, there are things that I learned about and there are changes I've created in my life. And, but I can't do that because I don't have the time. I'm a doctor. And what would you say to that doctor? Right. Because it's one thing to have an idea and it's another thing to make it a thing. Mm -hmm. So I love that idea. And I think many physicians are perfectionists. And so with that, we want to make sure it's perfect before we even pursue it, or we want to make sure that we're not going to fail before we even pursue it. So I think it's kind of just a complete limiting belief that we tell ourselves because the idea of not having time doesn't, I'm going to say this, and I'm probably going to get people like that scowl at me, but I don't have time is not an accurate statement. And really how I'd like to say it is you can say, I choose not to have time for this, but saying I don't have time. I think it's our ego that really wants to tell us that, but we have to just own it up and say, listen, what if I did create time? Now, what I told you is the whole idea of being a perfectionist, being all or none, we think we need to create hours and hours and hours. But what I can tell you is my business was born while I was not only doing a full-time non-clinical job, but I was also moonlighting in the NICU. And then I created the business as well because I chose to have time and I really had to let go of that perfectionism. And I really had to say, listen, I'm going to get really uncomfortable here and that's okay because let's just see where this goes. Let's get really uncomfortable here. Those are million dollar words right there, right? Because that's (laughs) where all the magic happens is outside our comfort zone. That Mm -hmm. is so cool. So someone's like, okay, she called me out. I guess I do have time. I guess I can choose to have time (laughs) for this. But then they're thinking, what I can never, I don't want to invest my time in this because I could never replace my physician income doing this. Mm -hmm. There's nothing else I can do outside medicine that would replace my physician income. So I just need to do my doctoring. What do you say to them? Oh, I love that. Because, you know, I actually said that to my very first coach. Ah, what did I said tell you? (laughs) Yeah. So I said to her, well, you know, I can dabble in this coaching thing, but I mean, medicine's the most stable profession. There's no way I can replace the income. And since we're talking this, I was a full-time academic neonatologist saying that I would never replace my salary. Now, the way I'm looking at it, it's mind-blowing because (laughs) I mean, I don't know how much you want to talk numbers, but I'm just saying- Go for it. Don't let me stop you. (laughs) So I would say that 
yeah, your thoughts will keep you to the number that you set. So if you think that it's going to be really hard to replace your salary, now don't get me wrong. I have colleagues that have clinical practices and they're making seven figures. Okay, fine. It might take a little longer. It's totally possible. I really believe that. It's that you have to manifest it. And so the idea was my first year in my business, I made half of my physician salary. And I said, huh, interesting. I didn't even think I'd make a quarter. This is cool. And then I said, let's see what happens in the next year. And I doubled it. And then I said, let's see what happens in the next year. And then I doubled it. And then I said, let's see what will happen in the next year, which brings us to now. And now we're almost, I mean, we're definitely over, we're doubled again. And so the idea is, is it going to happen overnight? It's not going to happen overnight. A lot of times we see these success stories of these physicians that have these side businesses turned full-time businesses, and they're making multiple seven figures. And we're thinking, how can we ever do that? We get overwhelmed, but you have to remember, you just need to make $1. You just need to make $1 to have a business. And then you need to believe that you can make $2 and four and eight and 16. And you just need to keep going one step in front of the other. So now looking back, those are the beliefs that I had. And thank goodness I didn't listen to them. Mm, mm -mm. Okay. Thank goodness she didn't listen to them. So please don't listen to yours. And I love that we're having this conversation because what it's doing is to the listeners is like, wait a minute, this is possible. And that's what we want, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is possible. Now, one of the things I see doctors struggle with a lot is the marketing piece of Mm -hmm. the whole business thing, right? Putting myself out there, you know, it's mm -hmm. sleazy. It's not professional. Mm -hmm. That's not what doctors do. And But the only thing is that if you don't put yourself out there, you don't attract people. If you don't attract people, your business cannot make money, right? Mm -hmm. And I've watched you and you're really good at what you do. And you're really good at putting your business out there. What would you say to the doc who's terrified of doing it? Like right now, they're like, I hear everything you're saying. I have time. I can replace my income, but you see this piece, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. It's so good. And I think that that's probably the thing that I struggled with the most. In fact, the way that I found you is you did a video on how to market. And I think the first podcast we did together on my podcast was exactly this, because I think I was struggling with the, the same kind of thoughts. I was thinking, well, how do I actually go out there and sell? Right. And here I am thinking, you know, because if you are to go and follow somebody who is a business coach, well, let me tell you something. There's a whole heck of a lot. Of, well, you know, I mean, you're in the wheelhouse there. This is your wheelhouse, but there's a lot of business coaches. There's a lot of styles. And so you can really get steered down the wrong pathway if you're not following your authentic voice. So really all selling is it's just letting the world know who you are or what your business is or what your product is. And to be quite honest, I mean, I really learned it the hard way. I mean, I'm talking thousands and thousands of dollars spent on these marketing teams, business teams who I thought would bring me to the level I wanted. What it turns out is that I fired every single one of them. And the way I became more successful was literally just showing up, ah. just showing up. Okay. So how about we say this? Marketing is literally just showing up. Mm -hmm. It is. <laughs> it literally is showing up and it's showing up in a way where I have to tell you, you know, a lot of times and everybody shows up in a different way. So I do want to put that out there. And I have to tell you something else. Every buyer takes the messaging differently. So your people, your buyers, 
they're going to like your messaging. And the only way that they're going to know if you're a good fit is if you are yourself. So let me give you an example. I am a little more introverted than you would probably believe. I think you obviously know that about me. And so for me to be in a lot of Facebook groups, and you'll see this a lot, a lot of times people are commenting and, you know, trying to add value and that's their way of kind of showing up. Yeah. That for me, I can't, no can do. Like that's not, I'm in like one other, I think I'm in my Facebook group and like one other, like I don't, I can't, but for me, it's about bringing people into maybe 30 days with me and me just giving them all my stuff. Like I literally just give everybody all my stuff. I show up, they get to know me and then they get to decide, is it for them or not for them? And I think for me, it's really comfortable because I'm saying, Hey, listen, I'm investing in you. I believe in you. Here's the tools that I use and have helped people like you to get results. And you know what? This might work for you, but it might not work for you. And that's okay. And so I think by doing it that way, that's honestly made marketing like not even a thing anymore. Right. So I think you have to find the thing that feels really good for you. You and I both know we like to be live with people. We like to connect with people. So, you know, doing Which live is events. strange for introverts, it is. by the way, but. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so true. So we wouldn't have known that about ourselves if we didn't allow ourselves to explore it. But I think that it's finding your unique way to connect with the world. And that is marketing. Love it. And so it's fine to explore. But as you explore, you're looking at the way that is most authentic to you, Mm -hmm. and then you own that. And now for a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast is sponsored by the EntreMD Business School. We didn't get any business education during our medical training, and this school fixes that. It is the only school of its kind that helps physicians become thriving entrepreneurs who make money, have impact, and have time for the things that matter. You will get the coaching, accountability, and community you need to be successful. To find out more and to save your spot, go to entremdbusinessschool.com. And now for the rest of the episode. And, And that's so beautiful. And it's so funny that we're polar opposites because, oh, I love being in Facebook groups and answering questions. Like, what? I'm like, that makes, it's good now because I would type. Back in the day, I would do videos. So I was like, oh, I just want to quit my residency program, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I can't type that. So I pull up my phone, I record a whole answer and post it, post it in the comments. Like, that's how much I like it. So it's amazing. But like you said, you explore and you find what your thing is. And you do Mm -hmm. your thing. That is so good. Yeah. And I love what you said because it's like, I have my own Facebook group and I'm fine showing up there because in my mind, I'm like, okay, these are my people that already said, Hey, yeah, I want to listen to you. Right. And so that's, that's really fun. But that took me like, listen, for those of you out there that think that took me a hot minute to figure out that took me a hot three years to figure out. (laughs) And that's okay. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's really powerful. And that's okay. You explore and you find it. It's all an experiment. If I look at my like very first copy I ever wrote, because I used to have a whole different program before I rebranded and launched all my new stuff. The copy, if I were to put that out now, I would be so like embarrassed. I'm just being funny. But I mean, it is so interesting how your messaging is going to grow with you. Yes, yes. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is 
You could look at that now and say, oh my gosh, that was awful. But if you didn't put out the awful stuff, you wouldn't have the amazing stuff now. Right. Like, isn't that so funny? Because people are like, I don't want to get it wrong. I'm like, that's the whole idea. Like, get it wrong already so we can get to the good stuff, you know? Totally. And there's no wrong, really. No. And I always say, because I have a lot of people asking me like, well, how should they do this? How should they launch this? How should they do this? And what I say is do it all one by one and figure out what does not work. Like just make a list of the crap that does not work. Like we know for me that launching doesn't work. Yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> so like find what doesn't work. And then you start to get clues on what is working. Because with our brains, our brains aren't going to say, oh my gosh, that really worked for me. We'll never give ourselves that credit. But we are okay with saying what doesn't work. And so what we can do is eliminate the stuff that doesn't work. I love the whole principle, 80% results with 20% effort. Find out what works for you, the 20% that's going to generate that 80% effort and become like a master at that. Love it. Find the thing and become a master at the thing. I love it. I want you to talk to, you know, a doc who's here, who's listening, who's either, you know, thought of starting, maybe this is their fourth or fifth year, they've thought of starting a business and they haven't, or the doctor who's you know, plateaued because they're just like, I can't grow beyond this. I'm making a little bit here and, and that's fine. Or a doctor who's like, you know, like you who wants to make a change in the world because your motivation is not money. Your motivation is, you know, this is the experience I had. I don't want other people to have it. I want them to have this new experience. But they're stalling. They don't think they can. They're unsure. Maybe they've tried a few things and didn't quite work out the way they wanted. Mm-hmm. And what would you tell them? I love this question because I have like You know, back in the day, I think my answer would have been a lot longer and not straight to the point. My answer is going to be really straight to the point. I think, first of all, it's identifying your why. I don't think it's setting a goal. Like, I don't think it's like, I want to have a six figure business or I want to have a seven figure business or I want to retire from medicine. I think it's like, why are you wanting to do what you're saying you're wanting to do? Why? What is your why? Now, if that why is super convincing, The next question I say is, if you don't do it based on your why, will you regret it? That's like a great way to kind of shake it out and say, hey, listen, like I'm either going to pursue it or not pursue it, but I'm not going to torture myself anymore. Like, should I pursue it? Should I not pursue it? So that's like one, number one, why? Number two, will you regret it if you don't? Number three, come see you and join your business school. You need a coach. (laughs) Like you need a coach. I'm sorry. I love it. (laughs) It's straightforward, friends. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat it. What I tell people, I have a lot of clients that have become coaches or have started businesses, even though I'm not a business coach, but obviously, you know, just having the experience. What I say is the minute you step into the entrepreneur world and you really are committed to growing this, expect to invest some money in yourself and in your business. And what I can say that is so true is find the right coach and leader which I mean, we've been hanging out for what, almost two years now. Like, I mean, you join your business school. Like that's honestly what I would say because you really meet people where they are and you give them the ability to generate kind of their authentic plan on their own terms, but their why has to be there first. So what's your why? Now you have me curious. I love it. And thank you for (laughs) highly recommending the Entrenity Business School. Thank you. Well, let me just go one step further with it. It is so high value that, if I were starting out, like, I wish you were where you are when I was starting out. Yeah. That's like what I'll say. Cause I think that what happens and what I see with your clients, cause I know like, because I've come a couple of times in your groups and stuff, when I see them show up, they are confident, they're clear, 
there, it's just a different level. So anyways, that's the other piece. My why started with my kids. I wanted to have control over my time. I have to tell you, I'm going to be completely straight. Like that is my why I wanted control over my time and to do something that was so just had such great impact. And I believed in my heart that what I was going to set out and do was going to have tremendous impact, not only on my clients, but on my kids. Like I wanted them to see, Hey, listen, nobody has to tell you that you need to show up at 4 PM and work 16 hours and then come back the next day and be on a committee. Like you can do that and that's fine, but you can also choose not to do that. Like you can choose to take the skills that you've developed and you can choose to amplify them in the way that is so meaningful to you. And so my why started with, you know, my kids control of my own life, and then really kind of just allowing my authenticity, which is really this idea of helping other people regain their health, like mental, physical health, and just making that a priority in their lives again. And what I realized, cause I come from a family of doctors. And when I told them what I was about to do, they thought I was, <laughs> they gave me a hard time. Okay. Like, this is a funny story. So they were like, you're going to what? <laughs> you're going to what? What's a, what's a light? You're going to light life coaching is a thing. <laughs> it was very important to me that I became a life coach for female physicians. And I get requests all the time. Are you taking other professions? Are you taking? And my answer right now is no, because for me, my why is that I'm committed to our profession. Like I'm committed to medicine. I really am. Like I said, come from a huge background of doctors, women in medicine, helping them to own it is like, own it, own it, like personally own it professionally really inspires me. So I think that that's how my why started. That's where my why has gone. And then the other piece is like, in my mind, I keep having breakthroughs of like where I'm going in terms of like my ideas to help even more. And then what I'm seeing is I'm seeing the result in my clients. And so that's just perpetuating. And, and this is the thing. It's not happened overnight. This has been three years. And I, I mean, three years is not a long time, but in, it's been three years in the making. And I'm finally at the point now where I can see the impact, but I wanted an impact. Like I just wanted my own authentic impact. And what I found out about myself, because when you go on this whole entrepreneur journey, you start to learn a lot about yourself and the kind of leadership style that really appeals to me is one where I strum at my own beat. Like I'm not going to follow what so-and-so says to do. And this is the way to do your business. And this is how you have to teach like body composition change and weight loss and health. And no, like I want to recreate how we're going to do it. And that's been really powerful for me too. Love it. Love it. Entrepreneurship is a journey of self-discovery. Love it. <laughs> and I think we'll into loop back around somebody who is out there. And if you're out there and listening and you've been thinking about it and you're not sure a lot of times, just ask yourself, why are you hedging on it? Is it a lot of times what I'll hear is I just don't want to find out like, Oh, what, I, I haven't just heard that one yet. Yeah. Wow. So they'll say, well, I don't really want to find out what I really want because I'm afraid that what I'm doing right now is really not that. I don't know if I'm ready to get that uncomfortable yet. Wow. Okay. I'm going to need to remember that. I have not heard that. That is yeah. powerful. Okay. Mm -hmm. So people are going like, where can we find out more about the amazing Dr. Ali Novitsky? Where can people find you? I love you. It's so, it's so fun. It's so easy. It's literally just lifecoachingforwomenphysicians.com and everything is right there. So I have a podcast. I have a blog. I have 
a couple of programs. I have a membership program called Society, which I give everybody their first 30 days is free. That's the whole thing. You check it out. You see if it fits. Sign up for it. I'm there too. Yeah. And then I have a CME program and I have another level of kind of one-on-one coaching and that's where you find me and that's where we hang out. All right. Well, go follow her. Go check her website out and don't look for her in Facebook groups. She's not there. Uh, (laughs) Now, I usually end this way. I have the doctor say, because, you know, the idea behind this is there's a million of us. If we don't like the system, if we don't like our experience, we can change it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I would say you have to share this episode of the podcast. So what would you tell the doctors is the reason why they absolutely 100% have to share this episode? I mean, other than you're on it, right? Because it's so amazing. But what would you tell them? Because I really believe that every physician that had the ability to go through what we've gone through to get where we are can literally do anything they want. Ooh, okay. Like literally, and maybe that's not a side business, but maybe that's cutting back at work. Maybe that's getting promoted. Maybe that's writing a book. Like, I don't know what it is, but I just think that if you have a message that comes through to you (laughs) that says you could do this, or this might be cool, don't ignore that message. And so I think that everybody needs to hear this because I believe that if you're fine and content, that is amazing and awesome. Stay there. But if there's a voice somewhere, just don't ignore that voice. Love it. All right. Don't ignore it and share this episode. And you can tag us on it, Doctors Changing Medicine and Dr. Ali Novitsky. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. This was so much fun. And this was so insightful. Like I can imagine people a year from now saying, oh my God, my goodness, I even beat Dr. Ali at her own record. She did half. I did three quarters. I love it. <laughs> my yeah. physician income, right? Yeah. But thank yeah. you so much for sharing this. Thank you for coming on. This was great. I love it. Thank you so much for having me. Yay. All right, people, you heard her. Go share it. And I will see you, my friends, on the very next episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Now, this is too good for you to keep to yourself, so I want you to do three things. Number one, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Number two, share this episode with all the doctors in your life. Number three, share it on social media. Until next time, remember, you are a huge part of a movement, changing medicine, one podcast episode at a time.